0: Well, it's been a busy week at Superfast Towers, and uh, I'll explain a little bit more about that. And just if you can hear something in the background, we are we're very into well being at, <laughs> at Superfast, and that is the dog who has decided this morning she's sleeping in my office and not the other offices in uh, in our company. Anyway, um, anyway, let's talk about what you should be doing or could be doing with your marketing when it comes to uh, scaling your recruitment and staffing brand this year. Now, we've had a mega, mega busy uh, two weeks. Um, Various things have been going on, which I'll explain more to you. But I I want you to just think about how these relate to you and the sort of uh, behaviours strategies and tactics that different companies are implementing at the moment that's going to make a huge difference for them which means if you do something similar it's going to make a huge difference for you so let's get into it welcome to the recruitment marketing and sales podcast an obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise from Supermass Recruitment and welcome to the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And today we're talking about all things you should be doing I hate that word, but anyway, um, all things you could be doing in 2019 when it comes to your marketing and and, uh, what I want to do is share a few um, stories from um, our clients, but also to give you some idea of uh, the areas of focus that are really, really working incredibly well should you choose to deploy them this year. Anyway, before we do that, um, quick shout out for Superfast. And, um, if it's your first time here, go and head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk and you will find, uh, lots of blog posts. You will find all sorts of stuff there that you can go and read and, um, use. As you move forward in your marketing. But also, if you have not downloaded the marketing checklist, please do that. You can actually grab your own copy. Um, And if you go to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MCL all in lower case, you will be able to download your checklist because it's really important before you start to move forward, and I'm going to come on to this in one of the things that I mentioned. You need to know where you're starting from. Because it's far too easy to just fire off and recruiters and staffing pros are very go-for-it people. They have a habit to just go for things before they necessarily connect everything and think about, okay, so what's the bigger impact of this? So before you do that, then strongly suggest that you download this uh, this checklist. It has 30 key questions to ask. And we have been honing these questions over the last sort of 10, 15 years um, when we look at our clients and what works and what's the difference that makes the difference. So please, please do that. So... Let's get into it today. So marketing focus for the recruitment and and staffing set has changed quite significantly over the last few years. And as I write this this post and podcast, I want to share with you some of the things we've been up to and consider this. It's been a busy few days, but if you actually listen to some of the things I'm I'm sharing and how it relates to the recruitment business owners that have been working with. So we ran a VIP marketing strategy day for a client and this particular client has had an amazing year last year. Uh, however wants to start this year and really really nail it down um, so uh, we spent a day with uh, her and one of her senior consultants and um, we were looking at different things that they could implement and if you would like to have for those of you based in the UK if you'd like more information on that then just email Sharon at Recruitment dot dot put vip um the next thing we did is we started working with a new client who's scaling the marketing after great results um last year so um uh, a brand new client there as well and and you know we're working with, with them to take it to the to the next level had a conversation with a strategic partner an ex-recruitment business owner Um, who has very similar views and values to us about adding value to the market. So watch this space. Um, We might be doing some different talks across the UK and webinars about that. Apologies there if I seem to tad (laughs) distracted. Someone just shoved a note under the door. But anyway, there you go. Um, So so we talked about um, the the particular strategic partner that um, we're we're probably going to start working with. And then uh, we also did a live cast with the team at uh, Recruitment Expo with Claire Bush. So if um, you are in the UK and you're particularly in the south of England on the 6th and 7th of February, um, of course, depending on when you, when you listen to this, um, there is a recruitment expo going on at Olympia. So come along and listen to us because we're going to be talking about some specific marketing strategies that you can use and implement and probably dive a little bit deeper than, um, than this podcast will allow us, um, to do. We also um, started work with another client who wants to improve the impact of their communication with clients and candidates. So Sharon ran a day with them. And, drum roll no surprise, this actual company um, are really going for it. So much so, for, for the second time in about two months, I think it's two months, they've been asked to present on local BBC radio up in Leeds. So, amazing. Now, the thing is, do you notice something here? So these are recruitment leaders who are stepping up to step out. Now, is it easy for them? You know, is everything (laughs) working like clockwork? I think if you ask them, they'd probably say, uh, no, it isn't. However, they are still doing it anyway. Um, You know, the, the thing about this is they all have the insight that marketing doesn't just work like that. It's a longer game, but also what it does, it positions you at a different level because it's a longer game. And that, you know, waiting around just to see what happens isn't a logical strategy. You need to grab hold of it and you need to drive it yourself. And they understand that. A real key focus on marketing will enable them to stand up from the crowd, which You know, we alluded to the fact that marketing is changing. I think particularly in the recruitment sector, you know, it's in a growth phase. Candidates are becoming more scarce and recruiters as a a whole have to up level what they are doing. So what should you be doing now? Well, number one is... You've got to know where you're going. So you've got to establish your direction that you are heading. And, you know, marketing is about awareness, creating demand. But to do that, you have to have a vision and a goal. Because otherwise, what's the point People want to get behind a vision. They want to get behind a goal. You know, you are leading your recruitment uh, company, your team, whether that's you and a partner or you and 10 or 20 recruiters. Your team need a vision and a bigger goal to get behind. And I respectfully suggest so do you because I tell you what, if it's just money, it's not going to fulfill you for very long. It's got to be something bigger than an improved cash flow situation. Now, the world is changing. Human beings are moving to what's known as evolved enterprises as their preferred partners to work with. There's a lot of consideration um, that that goes into working with um, someone in, uh, in today's environment. And I got a book recommendation for you. If you uh, if you haven't heard of a guy called Yannick Silver, he was one of the. I I, I bought one of his an internet marketeer, but a very evolved internet marketeer. And I bought one of the when I was learning sales copy about fifteen years ago. um, His um, downloadable product was one of the first that I ever bought, and he's called Yannick Silver, and he's got a great book on evolved enterprises. And go and check it out um, on Amazon. I'll drop a link to it in um, in the transcription of this, this podcast. And in it, he talks about businesses um, and the need to make a core impact and what how that will be a competitive um, advantage in the future. But also that if you don't do something like this, if you don't consider this, this will then become a competitive disadvantage in the next four to seven years or less. There's no doubt that business could be the ultimate lever for making a significant um, difference in the world. Now, I'm recording this in in January, um, just after the Christmas period. And for those of you in the UK... Um, you may have seen a particular advert that was originally banned from Iceland, which is, um, for those of you who don't know the UK very well, basically it's a, it's a, a retail organization where you buy frozen food. I think you probably buy other things there as well, but they had a fantastic, um, video that, um, Uh, obviously got leaked (laughs) originally it was banned but then it got leaked all about palm oil and uh, you know what what's happening and what what's what we're doing to our environment and uh, well of course went went quite quite viral and it was really quite fascinating that uh, a number of organizations that um, it didn't refer to them by name but the implication was there um, had quite a drop in share price now Mm -hmm. Um, This is starting to happen in every sector. And and though, obviously, it's uh, many of the corporate organizations that are currently being uh, impacted by this, it won't be long until this is making an impact with smaller organizations, too. Um, So what about you? You know, does your team have, have a vision that they can get behind? Because, you know... I'm, I'm hoping that as you are listening to this podcast, you are in this for the longer game. You are all about making an impact in the world. You're all about adding value rather than just the cash that is in your bank account. And, and it's pivotal as you move forward to have a vision that your team can get behind. You know, ours, by the way, is <laughs> pretty big but we like to do things in, uh, in style, is to enable the recruitment staffing industry to make the world a better place. And, uh, you know, that's, that's my belief. And I know it's pretty huge. Um, I have been involved in recruitment at various levels for probably well over 35 years, probably longer than that, actually. You know, and I see the impact that great re- recruitment process can have. You know, my first proper job... And I think I've mentioned this before, came through a pharmaceutical rec- uh, recruiter. And as they say, <laughs> the rest is history. So it's just thinking about, you know, if we can get the right people in the right role, what a a difference that could make, well, what a difference it could make to the planet. And I truly believe that a good recruiter can do that. They can make a massive difference. You know, and often Sharon and I talk about the fact, you know, it's no surprise that our original background was learning and development and sales and recruitment within a, within a corporate organization where we learn a hell of a lot about people. And, you know, recruitment is about people and it's about giving people the opportunity to live the life that they want to do. So that's why for us, we work with recruiters. It's really, really important. If we can help them get themselves out, then, um, you know, what a difference that can make. And in fact, this morning, Sharon was looking at she's, she's got a call booked with uh, a particular recruitment company that, that would like to do some work with us. And they have, uh, you know, an amazing vision on uh, on their um On their website too, so that's fantastic to see. So it's about having that vision where you're going, and the next is um, you need to create your marketing based on maths. Now, adding maths at at A level wasn't the most exhilarating thing I've ever done. I have to be, (laughs) have to be honest. But now it looks a bit different when I'm when I'm looking at profit and loss. I quite like doing things like that. So you know, if you've got a bigger vision. And you want to make an impact. It's sensible um, that you get recompensed for the impact that you are making in the world. Um, And this, you know, that's why you need to have a number to go for and you need to consider numbers and maths because um, the number that you go for will help inform Everything else that you do. So if you have a specific goal, then you can relate that back. So let me explain how this might work. So say you want to increase turnover and by 500,000 a year. I'm just using these figures because they're easy for me to work the maths out Um, while maintaining the same profit level. So obviously, you know, you're making more Then you keep your profit level the same. But obviously there will be some costs in there, but obviously costs deliver and all that sort of stuff. So let's just let's just make it a little bit easier. Um, So if you know, let's just say that your current fee level is 10K. Logically, then you need to make 50 extra placements. Um, Now, there may be uh, certain criteria that you have around this. Um, um, You may, you know, it it may be the KPIs that you have around resourcing about the type of jobs that you, you take on board, Um, how many calls people make, all of this, you will probably have your own criteria and your own numbers around. Now, the thing is, you have to use them and you have to use them regularly. So it might be in a a similar way that you probably have a CV to to interview uh, ratio. Um, You know, you need to consider what's your average average sales conversion and fill rate so you under, understand that. then sales become predictable. And um, you know Sharon and I we have we, we know what our average conversion rate is. And, and by doing that we know the numbers that we need to pull through. So if we want to grow by a certain amount and, and then we know right okay, so we need to make so many sales calls because on average um, our worst conversion rate might be 25%. And our best conversion rate might be um, 80%, depending on if if someone's come through a, a referral or not. And I'm sure you will have data around this. I remember... Back in the day, um, when I used to go out selling, knocking on doors and seeing doctors and various other things. Then um, um, the pharmaceutical industry I've, I've mentioned before, and I don't want to bore you with it, but it is sometimes good to look at, you know, what's worked in the past, is you used to have a contact target. So you used to have, right, you used to see um <laughs> they were very technical in those days. You used to have tops, mids, and tails. And TOPS were were, were were doctors that could prescribe more or had the potential to prescribe more. So let's just say that, you know, um, at the, the time we were selling cardiovascular drugs and, um, you know, so a place like Bolton or a place like Wigan that had, uh, you know, a higher level of heart disease had a bigger potential. So there were certain doctors in there that were more likely to, you know, uh, prescribe our drugs whereas if you were in sort of South Manchester or the centre of Manchester we're full of students then the likelihood is that you wouldn't sell the same amount um, of your um, whatever drug you were selling at the time so you know you, you'd think about okay so who who are the people I target so you know that that was one element of it but it was also right okay you need to see um, five tops a day three whatever whatever and I always used to because I knew that if I did that, then I would hit my sales target. But always I wanted to achieve more because that way I got more bonus. <laughs> I was motivated in a slightly different way. I think you are when you're in your, your early 20s. Um, you don't quite get everything in the same, uh, the same way because I was, I was in my build, real building phase then. So I knew that, OK, so if I've got to see six a day to hit this target, I'm going to see 10. Um, cause I thought it was a nice round number and I used to go for it and what a difference that made. Um, so it's the same, it's the same criteria, you know, you need to think about your marketing based on maths. So, and I know you're probably going to say, ah, but Denise, I thought marketing was all about creativity. Well, it is, it is about creativity and it's about maths as well. Um, next thing is, and one of the reasons why we suggest you download the checklist is, um is analysis so before you reinvent the wheel now, what worked for you last year and sometimes it, you know you need to set back and look at this because occasionally um, having managed salespeople they don 't always do what you tell them to do. And they they can go off at a tangent, and particularly if you don't have the same monitoring systems and and everything else. So, you know, you may have invested in a particular piece of, let's just say, recruiter um, with, uh, you know, LinkedIn. And you may think, well, recruiter's not working, but you need to actually go and look at the data to say, well, is recruiter not working or have the recruiters not been using it in the way that they could, so you need to consider things like this, but you know it's really critical to look at what's worked because if things have worked then um, it's it's a strong suggestion that you do them again now, I know with marketing sometimes unlike sales, you know you make a sales call and um you know you know that you you speak to ten people and you you manage to convert. Um, let's just say convert three of them, then you know that it's working at some level. Now with marketing, sometimes you, it can have tangible and intangible results too. And sometimes it can take a little bit longer. However, it is good to look at, okay, so let's say we've grown this year. What have we done differently this year? Well, we've, we've had implemented marketing funnels or we've regularly been posting on and liking and sharing on social media. Um, for us, it's like we know that our podcast that I'm recording here, um, you know, a lot of people listen to our podcast. And uh, note to, to, to self, Denise, please switch off your notifications before you jump on a podcast. Anyway, so... Thinking about that, then it's it's looking at, so what's worked, probably what, what hasn't worked. So, you know, we do a lot of webinars. We've always done webinars. And I think now um, we may be having a bit of a switch around. And we may be just doing masterclasses, which you can go and watch on demand because people are so busy. I know um, it's quite interesting when I look at my own behavior. I'm an obsessive learner, but sometimes i thinking, mm, you know, that webinar's at five o'clock. I am still Writing content, or I am still talking to clients at five o'clock. I'll I'll watch it when I'm at home, so hopefully I'll get a recording and I'll go and watch. I was watching something last night uh, at uh, actually, I think I started watching it at nine o'clock. But that that worked for me. So now we're we're looking at okay. So what might be better? Because always we're thinking about. uh, our clients, and respectfully suggest that you do that too. Um, and I'm going to talk a lot about you know what what's the difference here in you know messaging and thinking about your clients, but obviously you have to provide a solution for your clients. so think about you know in on balance what worked last year versus you know um, what could you do more of um, this year Now the next thing might be slightly different for people is you must up level your brand. It's critical to do that. It, it, you know, it's a classic. If you look at any, any business growth or business strategy, whenever you are in a competitive market, particularly if you are wanting to um, you know, make higher level placements, you have to up level your brand. Because the thing is nowadays with, with, with online marketing, people can have a lot more choice so you need to make sure that you know all your imagery all your brand your website everything is communicating um you know the value that you add you know and i'll be really frank with you you know you'll you you walk past certain restaurants when you're out on holiday this is this is human nature and it's the same for us you know we walk past somewhere and we just think oh i'm not going in there Oh, that's not our standard. And uh, and it's not that we're snobs. We probably are a little bit snobby, but, you know, I'm on holiday. I want white tablecloths. I want this. I want whatever. I want a nice glass of wine. Um, So, you know, you need to think about people will um, be impacted by your brand impression and what you look like um, and your brand imagery. So people will look at you and they will look at, you know, your website, its imagery, your social media channels, the collateral that you use. And, you know, respectfully suggest that you do use collateral and things like that would be PDFs reports um, we have a lot of our super fast uh, circle students that use the collateral we create so we you know we do sort of what's called lead magnets pdfs free reports for them that they can tweak and brand up and they and they give those to clients and candidates and they make a significant uh, difference in fact we had one of our clients last week actually and um, send an email through from one of his clients who'd been reading a report. So you can see the difference that makes. Now, obviously, you can get these things done at at different places. I I would say, you know, Fiverr is amazing. Um, If you've not used it, it's um, an outsourcing website and it's Fiverr with two Rs. However, a caveat, um, we use it and we use it for um, editing audio and particularly we use it for voiceovers. So that tends to be uh, the sort of um, thing that we would uh, we would use Fiverr for because that I do I do believe that that is where they're particularly good. Um, I have never been blown away by their visual offering because um well i just haven't um you know because we work with, with with our clients and they want to really have a good brand and a good brand impression i've never been impressed with fiverr uh, and you know it's entirely up to you i think one of the things is you can get it right but it it is also making sure that you look at um you know your time investment too because there's a lot of backing back and forth whereas you know we use a, a guy in the UK, he's a reasonable rate, he's a lot more than Fiverr. However, he knows us, we send it to him, he knows what he knows. the standard that we, we expect. So, you, you know, you do have to factor in your, in your time. So you need to think about, you know, let's just summarise where we are so far you need to think about that vision and and mission that you are portraying within your organization, because it's about the, the, you know, a bigger picture here. You also need to consider, you know, um, numbers and your marketing based on math, analysis analysis of where you are, and then it's about uplevering your brand. Now, the next I want to talk about is content marketing as a positioning tool. You know, Obviously, yes, we provide content marketing services, and other people do. Um, I don't think they're as good as us, but there you go. Um, uh, but but it, it is something that you cannot ignore anymore. You know, in a, in the B two B sector where we all operate, it's no longer a nice to do; it's a pivotal part of the impact of your marketing because if people see more on your website they're more likely to stay they see you as an authority they see that you understand your market you know it's critical to add value along the candidate and client journey if you don't you literally are going to drop to the bottom of the pile now this is interesting this morning um We have Supervised Circle calls. I'm recording this on on Tuesday. It's probably going to get uploaded Tuesday, Wednesday or whatever this week uh, by Anna, one of our team. And uh, we were having a conversation with some clients in Australia. Now, this particular client um, said, look, you know, can we reschedule our call till next week? Because um, I've just been given 10 rolls today. I filled two last week and uh, everything's really sort of kicked off and taken off. Now, this particular individual has been investing in content, up-leveling our brand in the last 12 months, and it's been fascinating for us to see how this has consistently grown. Now, bear in mind, this is an independent recruiter experienced, and uh, what was lovely to hear this morning is that um she got this, the, the roles that she got was from an old client of hers that had dropped her a couple of years back because they probably thought that she wasn't really, you know, that she'd maybe yeah just wasn't quite on the money anymore. Anyway, over the, the last year, she's been... Uh, blogging um, uh, written by us she's been doing other things she's been much more present and you know we've had a marketing strategy or all sort of uh, mapped out for her and she's been following so what a difference that 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 has actually made so think about you know investing content Um, If you've got a marketing exec that works with you, then yes, get them to do it. But somebody needs to do that because otherwise you are just not going to stand out. And you need to be answering the questions going on in your candidates and clients' heads, not all promotion and all about you, because they'll get very bored with that. So next one and uh might not be as sexy as people want to want to know because we know a number of our competitors will tell you or they'll give the impression that you can just you know fire up your laptop press a couple of buttons and as if by magic 200 leads going to fly into your inbox <laughs> it it doesn't happen it doesn't happen like that you know um uh, it's very good to to do that for a promotion but let's be let's be frank about it that ain't gonna happen um What does work incredibly well is when you combine, I like to call it the old and the new. So you combine combine outbound and inbound marketing. So um, the recruitment and staffing companies that are nailing it combine the two incredibly well. So they have a sales and marketing funnel which combines inbound and outbound channels because this is where the magic happens. So imagine you're creating all this awareness, then there comes a time it's time for you to convert that awareness. So um, think about, you know, PDFs, checklists, emails, um, connection requests on LinkedIn, uh, maybe messenger requests within, within Facebook, social media structured in such a way that when you make that call, people recognize who you are and who your company is. Now, we've mapped out this process for our Superfast Circle clients, and they follow it, and we provide the collateral too. So, you know, go and check out Superfast Circle on the Superfast Recruitment website, and it, you know, explains an awful lot more about that. But, you know, the real true way to make this work for you is to have inbound and outbound connected. That way you can really, really leverage what you're doing. Now, the next thing, was very popular a few years ago, and I think is becoming back into fashion, which is good. Is paid advertising, and and I'm going to just focus on Facebook. Obviously, there's Google AdWords as well, um, but just for now, let's just think about Facebook because I think for many recruiters, this is a massive win for them. No matter what you say about oh, my market isn't on Facebook, they are. Uh, you know, half of the world's population. Um, in the working world is on Facebook. So, you know, you're going to stand at least a 50% chance of of getting in front of somebody. So um, you are obviously all probably posting your jobs online, um, though, interestingly, you may or may not be posting them on, on social channels, depending on who you are and targeting. I don't see many of them. But many recruitment companies are really missing out on this, the, the opportunity that Facebook advertising can bring because it's targeting capability currently is exceptional. So as an example, let's say your ideal candidate is, you know, um, and, you know, I, I, this may not sound very PC, but let's just say it's a 30 to 40 year old female um, within a thirty-mile radius of your local city, might even be smaller than that, depending on you know travel times and what what the role is. And let's just say that they have um, an interest in um, an engineer, and its a particular engineering type of role, um, and you want to reach that 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 person. So you can do an advert on. Um, you know, on Facebook, you know, are you an X looking for why that's a classic um, uh, way to, to frame an advert. And you know, you can post that on, on Facebook, you can put some money behind it, you know, ring here if you are, you know, let's just dis- let's discuss how we can help you. And it could be that, you know, Um, you know, any 30 to 40 year old woman within the 30 mile radius of your, your city is going to have, depending on how much you, you, you put into the ad is going to have that advert in front of them. And of course you can do the same. The great thing about Facebook is you can target your advert adverts down to, um, gender to age, um, you know, often you'll see, you know, if you, if you look on a Facebook ad, if you look onto the top right-hand side of the ad and you open it, will say, why am I seeing this? And you'll see in you open, you can actually see that, you know, um, who, whoever the company is wants to target adults between the age of 18 and 65. Not a good suggestion to do that because you're making it too broad. Um, but, you know, paid advertising is fantastic. The other thing that's important is retargeting or remarketing. It's got... Both names. I will drop a link into a video that I um, I did on this uh, some time ago. Now that you can uh, actually look at the the superfast recruitment blog. We will have all experienced it. We've gone online. We've been looking for something to buy. Something maybe the phone's rung. One of the kids has started screaming and battering the other one, and um, you, you know you have to jump off the uh, off the computer and you get distracted. Now you may then be what's called retargeted or remarketed, and an advert for the specific thing that you were looking at appears. And, oh, right, OK, I need to do that. And it can appear on Facebook. It can also appear when you're in Google. Obviously, that's that's the Google platform. But let's just talk about Facebook here. So, you know, it's a great way to get back in front of your ideal candidate or client. So let's just say that somebody you know, it's very sort of job um, candidate short market at the moment. Let's just say that you are able to remarket people that have um, visited your job board. Um, so you could have, um, what, what the way that this works, I don't want to get too technical here. Um, however, top line, what happens is Facebook will give you a piece of code that then you put on your website and it registers that, you um, um, whoever, you know, whoever visits your, your website is cooked you know, you have this in your privacy policy and, and that person then could be shown an ad. So it could be, you know, are you looking for a X, Y, Z role? Uh, are you looking for a new, um, you know, engineering, uh, role in, uh, in, in Cardiff or something like that? It could be anything. And that way it again gets you back in front of people again. So, amazing how that works and um you know it gets your brand out and in front of people um as well all the time um the the last thing i want to talk about i know this is a slightly longer podcast than the normal but it's really key is you need to get all over social and in multiple ways um social media is massive Um, Whether you like it or not, it's here, people are looking at it, people are obsessed with it, whether that's LinkedIn, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, whatever. So your brand needs to be there communicating the value that you can have. Add consistently, um, you know, and it's where a lot of your prospects first come across you and engage with you. If you've um, downloaded our ultimate guide to content marketing, then in the, and if you've not do, not got that, then you know, send um, support at Super Fast recruitment a quick email, and the will sort that out for you. Because in there, we actually have the content marketing matrix and how it works. And how, um, you know, it highlights the different things that you need to be doing in uh, different parts of the uh, of the buyer cycle. And social media is, you know, one of the ways to really get on board with people. Now, if you've heard of Grant Cardone, I don't know if you have, he's a bit of a full on. (laughs) You can't miss him. He's a bit of a full on, um, you know, sales trainer based in the U.S., and, um, you know, he literally admits that he is all over the place. He posts multiple times on social media. And I've been watching him over the last two or three years. And it's massive. He he launched an event about three years ago. And it was called the 10 Times Growth Con. He's very much a big uh, advocate of do more. And um, uh, he did that. And I think the first event he had, he had sort of like a thousand people in the room or 800 something like that and uh, his next event actually is happening in a couple of weeks time i think it's in miami somewhere and uh, he's got 35,000 people there and you know he puts a lot of the lot of the uh you know, reason to that is because of his social media presence and his brand. So you can see, you know, how doing more makes uh, a massive difference. So I think it's a lesson for us all. And, you know, as recruitment and staffing companies that, you know, our clients and candidates need to know us before they decide to work with us. So, what next? Then, you know, the thing about it is don't just listen to this and go, "Oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah, we need to do that." You you need to take action. That's the difference that makes the difference. So take action on on what we shared. If you would like some clarity and direction on where you are heading with your marketing, then get in touch and, um, you know, email support at superprousserecoupment.co.uk and uh, let's have a conversation. So this is Denise talking all about what you need to do this year when it comes to your marketing. And uh, bye for now.